Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, and welcome to the Bossed Up Podcast. I'm so stoked to start today's episode off with a quick announcement, a little behind the scenes Bossed Up news for you. I am on the brink of announcing a whole slew of public book tour stops that you can grab tickets to. I'm just wrapping up a few more details. And tomorrow, this Friday of this week, I'll be emailing my Bossed Up email insiders with early bird access to events that I'm hosting across the country in 10 different cities for the Bossed Up book tour stop. Now at all of these events, you will be able to get a copy of the Bossed Up book and you will be able to get it signed by me so we can hang out in real life for a meet and greet portion of the event. I'll also be having live conversations with incredible women I admire in each of the cities that I'll be stopping in. And you can see who I'll be partnering with as I announce these events and keep you updated on them, of course. And the best news is that for the most part, you can actually grab a signed copy of my book at these events through buying your ticket for less than the full price of the book. So if you live in Denver, in DC, in New York, in Chicago, in Austin, in LA, or in San Francisco, you're going to want to make sure you're on the Bossed Up email list, especially in advance of tomorrow's big announcement of some of our public events that I'll be hosting there. Now, if you're not in any one of those cities, you can still grab your copy of the Bossed Up book. In fact, Amazon currently has the book on sale for a special pre-order price that I will drop a link to in today's show notes. And now as of today, we are officially two months out from my May 21st publication day. So pre-order your copy now on Amazon or make sure you're on the Bossed Up email insider list so you get the early bird invitation to some of the public events where I'll be hosting book signings where you can not only meet me and hang out IRL in the Bossed Up Courage community in real life, but you can also grab a signed copy of my book for less than the retail price. Sign up today for the Bossed Up email list at bossedup.org right there on the main page. And you'll also be invited to join us in the Bossed Up Courage community if you're not there already. Okay, now let's jump into today's episode, episode 107 of the Bossed Up podcast, about how to effectively follow up and build meaningful relationships. Now, this whole episode got started when a recent career conundrum came in from a listener also named Emily, who wants to know how to take her networking to the next level and really develop meaningful relationships after initially meeting people. Here's what Emily had to say. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm from Orange County, California, and I'm calling with a career conundrum. I've been reaching out to try to facilitate contacts for networking, to try to get into new opportunities and meet new people. And I would really appreciate having just like someone model how we're supposed to do the follow-up. I reach out to people and then it goes nowhere. (laughs) I just want to know how to get it to that next step. I 
know it's a long-term thing, that it takes a while, but I really appreciate someone just modeling what successful networking looks like, even if it takes a year, even if it takes a week. Emily, this is such an interesting and great question because some of the most sought after content I've ever created is all about how to master your networking game, whether it's how to get on a busy person's calendar to the art of effective one-on-one meetings. But Emily, your question really underscores this important underlying truth that none of the networking game matters without on-point follow-up. So don't be like the folks who I spoke about on last Thursday's Boss Tip episode who totally ghost people after meeting with them and follow these best practices instead. First, immediately following your initial networking meeting, send a follow-up email that recaps any action items that came out of your initial conversation. Did they say they'd connect you with their friends in HR? Remind them and send along a brief little blurb about who you are that they can then use to introduce you via email. Make sure to send over anything else you owe them that they'll need to help you further. It might be your portfolio, a link to your website, your resume, or anything else you promised you'd get to them. Keep your email recap short and simple and use bullet points whenever possible to keep next steps and action items super clear. The goal here is to make it as easy as possible for them to follow through on whatever it is they agreed to in your one-on-one meeting. Don't be afraid of being too short and curt in these kinds of emails because what you're really being is respectful of their limited time. They already offered to help in your one-on-one meeting, so follow up punctually and simply to remind them of what they said they were going to do for you. Now, while you're at it, this brings me to best practice number two, which is to express your thanks. Thank them for meeting with you in whatever way feels most appropriate to you. You can send a thank you email or a handwritten note, or if you really want to show your gratitude, send a gift. I've shared before how big of a fan I am of sending a token of appreciation, probably because gift giving is one of my love languages, and also because it makes such a big impact. So when someone is really doing you a solid, make sure to follow up with gratitude first. Now, gifts and thank yous are nice, but it's also really nice to reciprocate whenever you can. So consider how you can return the favor. Can you connect them to folks you know who'd be interested in supporting their work? Can you give a public shout out to amplify what they're doing? Or can you hook them up in any way, shape, or form? An effective networking meeting should leave you both with a clear sense of each other's primary goals, what you're striving towards, and your current pain points, the things that are standing in your way. So do something about them once you've uncovered them. Now, I know it's sometimes intimidating to dare to give advice or even see yourself as being in a position to help when you're the one meeting with someone you really admire and consider to be a mentor. But remember, building meaningful relationships is a two-way street. So adopt a peer mentality. Really see yourself as in the same boat as the person you're meeting with. It can help you feel like you're in a position to reciprocate and make you less afraid of offering up support and encouragement, which guess what? We all need to hear every now and then, no matter where we're at in our careers. Now, to really turn a one-time networking meeting into a blossoming relationship, you've got to keep in touch. This is especially true if you've been networking as part of a job search, because it's really easy to get bogged down in a long job hunt 
But you have to close the loop when you land your next gig. Circle back to tell the folks you've met with that you're off the market and thank them again for their support, especially if they played a role in landing your new opportunity. From there, keep them updated on what's happening with you. How are you settling into the new role? Ask them how they're doing and if there's ever a way you can support them in return. A friendly email once a quarter goes a long way. You might even get in the habit of sharing articles or books that come across your radar and remind you of their interests. And if you really want to cultivate a relationship, it's important to spend quality time together. So schedule a catch-up coffee or meal together every few months to keep the conversation going. At the end of the day, remember that friendships are a two-way street, so don't put too much pressure on yourself if you feel like the relationship isn't reciprocal. If you keep reaching out and they're not receptive to your regular communication or invites to meet up, don't take it personally if a deeper friendship just isn't in the cards. And now I want to hear from you, boss. How have you turned networking relationships that you've built through one-on-one meetings or informational interviews into longer-lasting reciprocal relationships? What's worked for you to cultivate longer-term, meaningful mentorship or peer relationships? Share your experience in the comments section at today's corresponding blog post at bossedup.org slash episode 107. Let's face it, speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And it actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men, and it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak Up, my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment, and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup.